bus ride was four and a half hours long, but it felt like it would last forever. Apprehensive newbies were wondering how the next seven days were going to unfold, and familiar friendships were rekindled. The anticipation of those returning annually to the place we remembered with deep love and devotion was palpable. Walkman tape players were left in backpacks when old camp songs would swell up, even if we only remembered a few words from a few verses at a time. Hearts and hormones were racing too as every potential summer romance was being considered. Sleeping bags, snacks, sunscreen, and skits about Jesus. We were all waiting, were all waiting for us on the other end of this long bus drive. We were on our way to church camp. And I imagine for anyone on this bus for the first time, there was hope and fear that this place that all these people loved so loudly may or may not have been the mountaintop experience that was being promised to them at every mile of the journey. Church camp is truly a formative experience for many, for me especially from fourth grade through high school. It involved an annual pilgrimage to a place that was beautiful, rustic, and a world away from my everyday-the-same summer routine. My memories of camp are a collection of coming-of-age stories, especially as I transitioned from a camper to a counselor, then a staff person in my college and young adult years. It was a place where friendships were forged that to this day remain active and that I'm very thankful for. With each year, each return, I literally grew up at camp. It was a place where I can honestly say I had mountaintop experiences of being on holy ground. This place where my childhood faith was formed, my adult faith leadership affirmed, and my place of pilgrimage and mountaintop experiences was a gift, a refuge, a place of finding and being found by God. And at the end of those seven days, every summer, myself and everyone there would absolutely not want to leave. I wonder if some of you have similar memories or mountaintop moments that come to mind when you think of times and places in your lives where you have felt seen and known and loved by God and by a community gathered around you. Places that have made you feel the peace and freedom of being your whole self all at the same time, not just a facet or a snippet, but the real you. And leaves you begging the question, do I have to leave this place, this moment, this feeling? And if I do have to come down, how do I bring this mountaintop feeling with me back to the real world? Jesus invites a few of his disciples to go up a mountain with him, and in a place of seclusion, 
Something spectacular happened, something dazzling, blinding even. Jesus was transfigured before the disciples, and not only that, but Moses and Elijah appeared at his side, a community before them. A voice much like the one heard at Jesus' baptism was heard saying, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. Jesus' companions were dumbfounded by these happenings, and before they knew it, the moment had passed, and there was regular old Jesus right before them. Their utterly human and devotional response to all that they had witnessed was to express this desire. We must put a marker here. Make this a dwelling place where it is known what and who we saw here. And Jesus reminds them, this is not the place you are being called to, nor a place that you are being called to stay. This is where you were brought so that Jesus might reveal a fuller peace of God's self to you, God's desire for you, God's presence with you, so that you might deepen your faith and carry this truth with you as you go forth into the world. That place that I called holy, that camp that I savored for every minute and every extra opportunity I got to be there, I knew I was going to a place of fulfillment of refreshment, of being nourished and renewed in my hope and love of Christ and Christ's hope and love for me. And even though on the last day of camp I would have done anything to stay a minute longer, to squeeze in one last hug, to sing one more camp song, to look at the beauty of my surroundings and that community, stealing these glimpses of heaven, Eventually, the last night would come, and I and my fellow campers would have to leave the mountaintop. We'd have to leave the place that we loved so much, and when the love, where the love ran so deep into our hearts that we would prioritize getting back there the next year, we would have to take and carry that experience of standing on holy ground, of praying and singing and crying and canoeing and arts and crafting, of friendships and first loves, of baptisms and communions by the lakeside, and let it live in us, let it burn in our hearts to keep us, to keep us warm through the cold Minnesota winter nights that would come, and to keep us yearning for the summertime pilgrimage once again. But even more than that, the love that was experienced and felt in that place They had to be brought brought back down to the communities that we lived and served in. Because if the experience stayed on the mountain, then indeed it would not be serving the purpose that drew us there to begin with. To know God more deeply, to be shown and have the opportunity to show others what loving community looks and feels like. On this feast of the transfiguration, we are called to the mountaintop with Jesus and his disciples. We are called to the table to touch and be fed by the body and blood of Christ. 
And in our Eucharistic prayer, we will be reminded when we hear these words, in the mystery of the word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. As we face the transfiguration of Jesus, the dazzling, indescribable awe that his disciples witnessed on their mountaintop, as you reflect on the places, the mountaintops, where God's presence has been revealed to you, has compelled you in your faithfulness of carrying forth the love of God in your daily life, while remembering the past and looking forward to the next time you'll see and experience it again, remember that in our communion, in our time of sharing the bread and wine and witness of Christ at work in our lives and in the world, a light shines forth in our hearts and gives us the knowledge of God's glory and calls us to be fed and to draw others into community to be fed, to take that mountaintop experience with us into the world and let our hearts shine. The mountaintops may look differently for each one of us or be discovered in new and unexpected places, but they are all connected through our lives as they intersect here, through our presence in this place, through Christ's presence to us in those places we are called to, and Christ's presence with us in this place. What a sight to see your hearts shining here today. And what an invitation to take your shining hearts with you into the world today. Amen. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at thechapelofthecross, and on Facebook and Twitter at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the word to serve in the world.